Blog Talk Radio. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to the Abundant Solutions Hour. Our goal is to help others be more, do more, and have more. I'm your host, Gregory Turner. And I'm your co-host, Brian J. Henderson. Brian? <laughs> Greg. That's all I can say. <laughs> <laughs> I, um, wow, what do you say? Uh, I'm going to let you talk, Brian. <laughs> you know, we got a very interesting show tonight. You know, for those who received our emails and our blogs and seen all the bulletins we put out on the various sites that we go on to promote the show, you know, the first thing that you all, that most of you have said or emailed us back or whatever, like, who is that? Wow. <laughs> yes, yes, that's all I've been hearing and, ah. Uh, Boy, this is going to be a good show. But you, you know, know Greg, Brian, but yeah, go ahead. The, the interesting part about it is, you know, a lot of people they see you and they take they they basically they paint a picture in their mind of what you're like and, you know, how accomplished you are, or what you've been through based on what they see. Right. You know, but we'll we'll soon learn tonight just that, you know, there's more thing there's more than meet the eye. Yes. Yeah. It's more than meets the eye. What's you know, tonight's guest you, yeah. you'll soon you'll soon find out that tonight's guest has a whole lot more going for her than just looks. Yeah. You and know, you know and what, Brian Brian, you know what? I think when when people see our guest picture, the first thing that they think is silver spoon. They think that everything is just given to her because of her looks. Yeah, she's been in movies, she's been in videos, tons and tons of things. She's doing a lot of things. But I think people don't really realize how much hard work and how much she's uh, discriminated against because of her looks. Now, that's something that a lot of people will, won't believe when they see her, like, come on, everybody wants her. No, 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 everybody don't. A lot of people are intimidated by that. And, Brian, I guarantee you, a lot of men, when they see her in the mall, they're looking, but... The very first thing that they say is she's taken. <laughs> and she's laughing. You she hears in the background, she's laughing. But that's something that's something that you just don't know. You don't know until you meet a person. And and Brian, like you said, it's just more to her than just all this beauty and all this other stuff. It's just more to her than that. And I'm sure we're gonna get into that tonight. But Brian, what's the topic for tonight? This is something that uh, it's going to really help a lot of people. Tonight's topic is my strength within. Uh, oh my goodness! And Brian, <laughs> I didn't tell Kim this on per- for a reason. I know it. <laughs> I didn't tell her. She asked me, "What are we going to talk about? We're going to have fun." But Kim and I, we've talked, we've talked over some months. Probably we've probably known each other a year or two years, maybe, and we talked. And that's where I get that from. I get I get energized from her because she's always doing something. She's always pushing and pushing and pushing. But Brian, I'm gonna let you bring her in. Well, tonight's guest is actress and model Kim Lovett. Is it Lovett or Lovett? It's Lovett, correct? It's actually Kimberly Lovett Belcher. All right. I, I go by Kim Lovett. Okay. Okay. Yeah. So that is me. <laughs> yeah, I, didn't, I, I didn't want to mess your name up. That's why I asked you. <laughs> well, most people say Kim love it, and that's good too. You know, it, it's all good. We're just trying to make it do what it do, baby. <laughs> I hear that. I hear that. <laughs> yeah, that's right. That's right. Kim, Kim has had a love 
for theater since 1991, where she attended Denison University. And her very first theatrical experience consisted of a workshop where she explored the importance of wa- the wardrobe aspect of theater and all that it entails as a dresser for General for Garner, who is a current Hollywood A-lister. But we know for a fact that pretty soon Kim will be in the same league. Well, she's already in the same league. Well, yeah. You know, just, she, yeah. she just doesn't know it yet. Yeah. I believe <laughs> that. Thank you, Lord. <laughs> All right, hallelujah. Well, normally we we give a formal introduction and say welcome to the Abundant Solutions Hour, but you already made yourself known on the show. So. Right. Okay, I could be quiet. I was trying. It was really hard because <laughs> I'm really excited to be here. Thank you so much, guys, for having yeah. me. I appreciate Brian, it. Brian, I'll start it out. Kim, when you when you just heard Brian say, "My strength within," what was the very first thing that jumped out of you? What was the first thing? Well, it's it's been a long, hard road with the acting. It has. It's been um, a battle. Wherever your your greatest adversity is, that's typically where your greatest blessing is. So I know. That's right. <laughs> okay, it, it 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 gets greater later. That's why right. he said he'd give us double for our troubles. So I'm a, I must be getting a hundredfold. Amen. Yeah, 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 yeah. And you know, Kim, a lot of people when they see you. I know you go in the mall and it's like a big showstopper and all of that kind of stuff. Oh my goodness, but, not really. But, but <laughs> when people when people see you, do they just take you for granted? Do they just take your looks for granted? Do they just think you're just this. What What do people think when they come up to you and they talk to you? Because you and I were just talking the other day, and I think you said you saw uh, was it Shirley Ralph in the mall? Um, yeah, I actually know I saw Shirley Ralph at the beauty supply store. Very nice, very nice lady. She's beautiful. Well, what did she she say to you? Um, Well, I mean, we really just um, just chit chatted about the um, just about the industry in general. She um, um, really, um, you know, it was just a regular day for her. She was out and about shopping. She wasn't really, you know, what I'm saying. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, They a lot of times when you're in the um, limelight, uh, even when um, you know, you're not like a, a a a Donald Trump or somebody where everybody knows who you are, but when you're well known and and people see you and recognize you, um, sometimes you just want to be regular, just go out and go shopping, you know, without having to you know talk to fifty thousand people. But um, you know, when you get into the business, that that's going to be a part of it. So uh, she was indeed, um, you know, gracious and everything, and um, and I just um, and you know, I hope that on my days when I'm having a hard day, kind of like I did today, <laughs> that I'm friendly when everybody approaches me. Because it's hard sometimes when you're having a bad day and, you know, people are pulling on you. I mean, but you signed up for that. You know what I'm yeah. saying? Yeah, Unfortunately, that comes with the territory. Um, when you just have a love for the arts, a love for the acting, I mean, to me, it's like I can't even believe people get paid to do it because it, it's fun. I mean, it's hard. It's tedious. It's a lot of long hours. It's not all glamorous like everybody thinks it is. But um, it really is ministry. And uh, and really, a lot of times when you can see somebody else going through something that you've been through or something similar to what you've been through and how they deal with it, it makes it easier for you to kind of translate that into your own life. And, and you never know when what you do can save somebody's life. You know what I'm saying? So, um, you know, I hope that... Um, 
that I am um, always gracious, uh, even on my trying days. Um, you know, I, I thought she was she was a very nice, um, very nice person. Yeah. Um, she gave me a compliment, right? Uh, yeah, you know, she did. She, she did. What was the compliment? I'm trying, I want you to tell them the compliment because it's coming. Because it's coming. Well, you know, I just wrote really it out. You know, you know she was just nice. She, you know, you're but pretty, Tim, you're pretty just, okay. Amen. That's, that's you. That's just how you are. You're real humble. And, I mean, all the times that we talk, you're really, you're really, really humble down to earth. But to come from Shirley Ralph, you know, for her to say something like that. Well, I know that, that meant a lot. Um, yeah, she was very nice. She was so, and she gave me some pointers that were much needed. So, <laughs> mm. so I appreciate it. You know what? It's but um, this is very um, you know, in in this in uh, this industry, it's hard to stay away from controversy. And I'm certainly going to be one of those people that you know will really try hard to just stay away from anything that might be construed as anything. You know what I'm saying? It's unfortunately it's a very political thing. Um, you know, I, of course if you're working with a group of people, um it, it's just like anything else with a regular job. You know, it's 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 um you know, working with a lot of different personalities. Um some people just aren't gonna like you just because you know, um, and and they may not like you because you're too pretty, or you may. I mean, I actually um, I had a job with the um, Cleveland Cavaliers, but it was for print work um, when they years ago. Um, it just, I'm not gonna tell my age. So I'm not even gonna tell what it was. <laughs> yes, because I'm 15 forever. Amen. <laughs> but um, you know, they turned me away from the job. They said she's too pretty, and I'm like, what? I need this money. I said, look, I could change this hair. I could take this off. <laughs> and and I ended up, uh, they let me keep the job, and I was I was really excited about that because it was a, a big campaign, but it was a family campaign. Uh, you know, when they're casting, it may not even be, um, it, it depends on how you present yourself for every job. You know, uh, if you have, like, a, a a portfolio of pictures. Um, if you're submitting yourself to be a mother, they would send one picture. If you're submitting yourself to be a, a vixen, they would submit another picture. You know what I'm saying? It's all about how you present yourself. Right. But being able to be a chameleon and present yourself in many different ways and make it believable, make people buy it, then that's when, you know, when you've got the golden ticket, right? So yeah. um, hopefully, um, you know, that will be. And then, of course, it's subjective. You know, um, one person may think you're fabulous and another person may hate you. There's people that hate Britney Spears. We don't even know her. Come on, guys. Get a girl a break. I love Britney. You know, I think she does some, um, she has a great team, you know, some great producers. They put together some hot tracks, and she, she's doing it. You know what I'm saying? So I ain't mad at Britney, and, and you know, um, I think she's doing some good things. I mean, it's it's like yin and yang. It's good and bad and everything. You know, and um, hopefully um, the good outweighs the bad. You know, so yes. You know, yeah. I wanted to ask you a question about uh, the modeling industry in general, because mm -hmm. I have a younger cousin. Like, I actually tried my hand at modeling once. <laughs> oh my goodness! <laughs> and the thing that I found out is, you're absolutely right. It is very, very highly competitive, cutthroat. Mm -hmm. Oh yeah. You know, you could be the best person for that job. It does not matter. One person decides you don't. You didn't hold your mouth right when you oh. said yes, sir. Mm-hmm. Yeah, out of there. What are some right. of the tips you would give to like uh, some younger <clears throat> ladies that are trying to get into the industry? What 
what would one of the be the what would be like one of the bonuses or pluses or minuses? Well, the main thing is uh, pray. <laughs> Develop your relationship with God because you're going to need it for strength. Amen. Because <laughs> it's hard. It is hard. I mean, you know, I really, that's why when I run across people on these sets and things, I know what it's going to tell them, what they went through. You know what I'm saying? To get to where they are, it is difficult. It's tooth and nail for every little piece of anything that you get in this industry. It is. You know, and, and that's not to discourage anybody because anything good, you know what I'm saying, is it, not going to be easy. If it's easy, you, the reward is not going to be that great. You know, and, and it's not going to be that fulfilling. You know, or you'll take it for granted and you'll lose it. You know what I'm saying? So, um, you know, I would suggest just um, learning everything you can, learning every aspect of the industry. Like when I started in school, I really had a real fear of going before people. I did not like to audition at all. That's why I decided to be a theater minor initially because, um, you know, I, I, I just couldn't do the audition part. I loved, you know, um, the performances. Um, you know, I loved every other aspect of the business, but just getting out there and securing the job was so hard for me because it's like you, you're, you're being accepted or rejected, and rejection was really hard for me. Even when I was a child, I didn't like to play games. If I thought I was going to lose, <laughs> you know what I'm saying? And that, that's really sad. My mom would be like, my child don't play nothing. Don't even ask her. She'll play cards. She'll play bad games. She'll play none of that, you know, because I um, I really had a, a, a I don't want to say a fear of losing, but I really just had a problem with being rejected. It really took years and years and years. And then, too, um, as far as moving yourself to another level with my acting, I did not like for people to see me in unattractive ways. But in order for it to be real, sometimes you have to be presented in a way that might not be so attractive. You know what I'm saying? And, um, you know, if you have to be a crackhead or a hooker or hopefully, you know, we'll get to, you know, play the godly roles. Amen. But unfortunately, um, in life, everybody has to be represented. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Um, because a lot of the stories, there's always good and bad. Somebody has to play the bad. You know what I'm saying? And and I play the villain well. I, that's not my my choice. Yeah, I'd rather be the good, you know, the good guy. But um, but um, the villain usually has depth because it's not all bad. There's some good. There may have been some things that the villain went through to make them be the way that they are. You know, that's always the case. Right. You know. Yeah. Um, you know, Kim. I want to ask you about. You brought up your youth. You know, when you're a little girl, if you look back over your life, you look and you see this little Kim, little Kimmy, little Kimmy, and <laughs> was she this shy type of person? And, and you know, when you were this little girl, did you see yourself acting and modeling? Um, Actually, when I was a little girl, I was a tomboy. I was a chicken head. I had a big head. <laughs> and I fell in the ditch racing this little boy down the street named Scooby. <laughs> and I got this big gash in my forehead. So, um, and actually, you know, there's some controversy in the family. My grandmother, my, my grandma daughter says I got the gash when I ran into the bed when I was little. And uh, but I remember when I fell in the ditch when I was racing my bike. The first day I learned to ride a bike, I was racing by the evening, right? 
So um, I was racing this little boy around the corner, and I hit. The way the bridge was made, there was a hump on each side. As you went onto the bridge and as you came off, I hit that hump and flew over the rail. <laughs> wow. <laughs> I can't believe I'm still here. Seriously, I fell like six feet and hit my head on a brick, my head and my knee. My leg did not break, and I'm in one piece. I didn't even go to the doctor. You sound That's like crazy, that. right? <laughs> I sound like what? You sound like my youngest daughter. I call her the crash test dummy because she is always falling off of something. Yes, she's, Lord. She's had stitches several times, and she's just mm-hmm. eight years old. Yeah, I know. I was I was clumsy, you know, but I was so awkward, and I really did not get to where people thought I was attractive to like ninth, tenth grade. You know, 11th grade, 12th grade, I got best looking. But before that, I was a chicken head. I don't even know how I got here. I was like, how did I turn out like this? I'm so fabulous. I bet it happened over the summer. Over the summer? Yeah, it happened over the summer. You know. Well, I know what you did last summer, but uh, no, seriously, no. Uh, <laughs> why do you say that? But you know how it is, Brian. You know how, Brian, when we get out of school, and then we have this whole summer off and we don't see you. And then in August mm-hmm. when you come back, everybody's like, wow, wait a minute, who is that? Mm-hmm. Uh, yep, yeah, fabulous. All at once. Yeah, that's Kim. Who? Okay. Yeah, chicken head, girl. Yeah. <laughs> right. And, you know, it's really interesting watching everyone growing up. The, you'd be amazed. It it was the 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 um, the quote-unquote, the uncool people that really – they they have the best jobs, <laughs> yeah. you know, and it's the people that was like the coolest guy in school, fell three times. You know what I'm saying? It's it's yeah. it's, it's sad, you well, know. I was gonna, yeah, I was gonna ask you like some of your struggles when you were when you were a little girl, when you were dealing, when you had to deal with 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 issues. How did you deal with it? And the reason I'm asking you that now is because it has to be something in you because you're such a fighter. You're going after your dream, and you're always doing something. You're always every time I talk to you, you're always about to go here. You're about to audition for this. You're about to do something, and it's something in you that will not allow you to stop and give up. Well, um, when you've um, really given something, everything, you know, you don't want to just, um, you know, let it go. And then I just, um, you know, I know God has something awesome for me. You know, and I just, um, all you can do is, um, you know, do your best. And your desires were given to you, you know, by God. And he said he would give you the desires of your heart. And um, and I really didn't even start out trying to act. I mean, my first acting job, I was in Kinko's um, in Cleveland, Ohio, uh, making copies of a, of a resume uh, for a regular job. And uh, the girl in, in line right in front of me was talking about a play that was going on. And, and I said, you know, I really love theater. Can you tell me more about it? She said, well, you know, we have some small parts left. You can get, you know, 50 or 60 bucks a night. And if nothing else, you can sit and watch the rest of the play. You think you can come out tonight to the uh, rehearsal? And I, we exchanged information. She called me. I went in for the audition that night, audition slash rehearsal. And uh, I read. And she said, hey, here's the deal. This play goes on in one week. We lost our lead. Can you do it? Wow. And I was like, what? She was like, we'll give you $250 a night. I was like, okay, yes, I will. <laughs> well, actually, it was um, per, I think it was per 
um, her performance. But either way, um, it, it it just was, um, that was the, the beginning of uh, me thinking, well, I could really, you know, do this. And um, and it was it was fun. It was hard, you know, because um, it was like um, cramming, 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 because I was like on every page of that script. I don't, to this day, it had to be God because I, I just can't explain how I learned all that stuff in such a short period of time. Well, the first night or two, I was missing big chunks of the script, but um, the cast knew the script so well. You know, that's why it's important to, to work as a team. They knew the script so well, they were able to bring me back to where I needed to be, and it just all worked out, and it was wonderful. So, Also, it started out, you weren't even trying. Well, you know, I've always loved acting. I just was afraid to audition, and I just never saw it as something that I could really do for real. I was like, oh, please. You know, nobody from Birmingham, Alabama makes it as an actor. You know what I'm saying? But when I start seeing, you know, Jennifer Garner, um, you know, they go forth and they really are doing it for real on a major level, then, you know, you see that this is something that can then happen for real. This is somebody that I used to talk to every day, that I used to see every day, and, um you know, that really, really encouraged me. But, you know, she she moved to New York. She worked as a waitress. She got an agent. You know, she did it. She followed the plan. You know me. I was in college. I, you know, took the long route, you know, made a lot of bad decisions and and um, wasn't really thinking that it was something I could do if I focused. And, um, you know, I took the long route, but um, it's finally coming back around. Thank you, Jesus, because <laughs> it's been a long time, you know. So, you know, Kim, I was thinking about how you, you you're talking about how you didn't really try, and then you know you had this opportunity. Do you think it was just something that somebody else saw in you and said, "Hey, this person can do it." Initially, yeah, because actually I found that once I started thinking that I could do it, you know, because you, you have to have God's help to do everything, but once I started thinking I could do it by myself, that's when it got hard. Mm-hmm. When I really was not believing in myself, you know what I'm saying, and just being led, it was much, much easier. When I started believing in my own strength, that's when it became difficult. Because, you know, our strength comes from the Lord. So, you know, God is real, whether you acknowledge it or not, you know. That's yeah. the truth. So, so, and, you, <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So, 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 Kim, you, you had yeah. to step back and let him lead you, basically. Yeah, you really have to. You have to. Um, and then you know that when you go out for things that you don't get, everything happens for a reason. Time is, is important, you know, the prodigal son and all of that. You know, timing is important. You don't want to get it when it's not time. You know what I'm saying? Because you want to be in for the long haul. You don't want to, um, you know, um, because emotionally I might not have even been able to handle some of the stuff that I had to deal with when I was younger. You know what I'm saying? Right. Mm-hmm. So, um, Kim, you know, why, that's... Yeah. Why, why is it so hard for people to just step back and, and let him leave? Why is it so hard for us to just let go when we're chasing our dreams and our goals and we feel like we have to do every single thing? We have lack of faith, Ooh. lack of faith, not believing that God really has something good for us, saying we believe it but not really meaning it in our heart. And, and that's just the actions that we that we we show when we when we don't trust Him. We're busting our butt trying to make things happen, and we're actually going nowhere. 
Yep, and you know he said he would give us what? Vineyards we did not plant. Mm. So he wants us to have a good life, you know, but we really have to believe that. And when it looks like something else, we have to still believe that. Yes, and Kim, for you to say these things that you're saying tonight, I, I, I can tell that, that that your wisdom is stepping out. And also I can tell from past experiences that you've made some mistakes trying to do things on your own. And, oh, amen. Yeah, and you had to step back and say, you know what, I can't do this anymore. I, I, I'm trying to do this, I'm trying to do that. And somebody's listening right now that's going to get the answer to why they're struggling and why they can't move forward. And, and, you know, for you to say what you said, I think that's just a powerful statement. But, again, I, I, I just believe that there was something that was going on in your life or something happened in your life to push you into that direction. Yeah, yeah. And see, I've been the lack of faith person myself many years, you know, um, and, and God wants us to be strong enough to make the right decisions even when it looks like it's not going to turn out in an advantageous way for us. You know what I'm saying? When it looks like if we do the right thing, it's not going to be the outcome that we want. But, you know, what God wants for us is way greater and way better than anything we could ever imagine for ourselves. You know, and then we'd be at peace and be happy. Because, you know, it's a lot of people that look like they're living their dreams, but they're really living in hell, you know. Mm-hmm. And, and and we see that every day, all over the news, all over the tabloids. You know, but then, of course, when, you know, when God blesses you on, on a level that a lot of people don't know anything about, then you, you deal with bigger demons. You deal with the harder things, you know, because you're equipped to do that. And then, of course, sometimes our choices, even when we move to another level, we're still making bad choices sometimes. And, you know, you you have to pay for some of that stuff. I mean, there is grace and mercy, but... Sometimes you have to pay, and it's for a purpose. You know what I'm saying? But everything works together for the good of those that love the Lord that are called according to his purpose. So, um, you know, if you're doing what you're sent here to do, you know, you're going to go through some things, but, you know, ultimately it will all work out and it will all be for your greater good. So that's, I, I have to believe that. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Uh, yeah. You know, Kim, I want to talk a little bit about some of the things that you've done in your acting and in your modeling career? Okay. Well, um, I actually um, have done a lot of, um, I've only been featured in some of the the major things that I've been in. You know, there's different levels. Um, You could be a regular extra. If you're you're featured, uh, you may be a cheerleader, you may be a bartender, you may be a um, you know, uh, a football player or, you know, you may wear a uniform of some sort. You might be the pilot, but you may not have any lines. Sometimes they'll upgrade you to one line or, you know what I'm saying. Um, but I've had lead roles in some smaller um, independent films, um, and uh, but all of the major films, like I was in Pride, I played a prostitute. Um, Gary Sturgis was my pimp. <laughs> <laughs> and he was awesome. I loved him. Such a nice guy. And um and I mean I've been in um Constellation, I've been in um the Remember the Titans, uh I've been in Juana Man, um, but all of my 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 larger roles were in smaller independent films. I've done a lot of commercials, a lot of industrials, Blue Cross Blue Shield, Check Depot, Driver's Way, um you know, um, I've done um, some public service announcements for um, 
for um, prenatal care and things like that. Um, as far as my modeling, I've done Southern Living, Cooking Light, Weight Watchers. Um, recently, I've done some smaller independent films, Void. Um, I did um, I did um, Night of the Jackals recently. That was wild. And, um, and I did this movie called Bigger, which um, we just wrapped on. And um, so um, I just got a new agent. So now I'm with um, Jay Purvis. And um, and God did all of that. Um, you know, Jay Purvis, the People Store. Uh, I think Harden is what it's called. There's there's a few agencies that are um, making some big moves in Atlanta. And and I really just for two years I prayed. You know, God, my missing link was having an agent that really believed in my talent that had the access that could get me before the people for the larger roles. And really, seriously, I prayed and I confessed it every day for two years, and uh, and it's just been coming together recently. Just favor, you know, because favor, the favor of God is worth more than money. But um, he gives you favor with the right people, not the people that look like the right people on the outside. He gives you favor with the right people. So, right. Um, you know, um, sometimes everything that looks good, you know, of course, is not always good. So you may think you missed a wonderful opportunity, but um, eventually, um, you know, it will all work out. So Yeah, Kim, you, you've, you've been in so much stuff. And Brian and I was like, Kim, is, she's going to blow up one day. But Yeah, but waiting on that one day, the patience of the waiting, and you said you, you, you prayed for two long years. Mm-hmm. That patience and that waiting, how tough is that? Oh, yeah, especially when uh, you look around you and, and your life choices, have, have you've made your life hard. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Because God, the Holy Spirit is with all of us. He always tells us what to do, but we don't listen. We we think, oh, this is going to be better. I'm going to do this here. I can do this, you know, and and it, it makes the walk longer. <laughs> but um, you know, it 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 ultimately um, you know, it ultimately will be great. So ever- I'm excited about the way things have been happening lately, and um, and I'm thankful for you guys and for everybody that um, you know, God has brought into my life, and I'm just um. You know, believe in God that we, we we're going to the next level, and it's going to be awesome. So giving giving up is not an option for you. No, you know, I mean, it won't be for if I don't make it. You know, I'm not even going to say that because I will, but it wouldn't That's be for right. lack of trying. It wouldn't be for not doing my part. You know what I'm saying? Yes, yes, yes. So, and I, and I know I know Brian is just jumping. I, I know I said something that's going to go ahead, Brian. I know you're going to jump on this. Go ahead. <laughs> I'm I know I going to say that. Um, you know, most people, and we talked about this earlier, most people just, I can't bring myself to believe that anybody would turn you down for a role. Uh, right. <laughs> but it's something that you said earlier that made so much sense about it. Mm. You know, if that's not what you're supposed to be doing, or if that's not what, if you're not prepared for that particular role, you know, yeah. mentally or physically, you know, then maybe that's it's not there for you yet. But mm-hmm. my question was about, and I know you were probably say, "Oh Lord, I knew you're gonna go there." <clears throat> How tough was it for you to do to play the role uh, with Gary Sturgis? 
Um, it really wasn't because everybody on that set, you know, um, Terrence Howard, Kimberly Elise, everybody was so gracious, and 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 there was such a level of professionalism, um, you know, that um, it was really, you know, easy. Mm-hmm. And um, and then of course you know that um, like with that particular movie, that was the life story of a very important person that made a huge impact on society as a whole. So when you know that you're you're sewing into something like that, then of course you know it makes what you have to do. Um, you know, easier, and it wasn't even, uh, it wasn't like I had to show a lot of skin, because it was a period piece, so back then, they wore a whole lot more clothes than they wear now. (laughs) 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 Okay, so it it wasn't difficult at all, and and it was just, um, God just gave me favor on that set, and it was just a wonderful experience, it really was. Did you ever have a role that you, that you went to audition for? And once you got there and you found out what it was really about, that you decided, no, nah, I'm not, it. I'm not going for that. I'm not going to do it. Well, actually, um, no, I haven't. Usually, um, even with the um, the things that are, are um, not necessarily high profile, you usually have some kind of idea. Okay. You know what I'm saying? They usually will. There will be some if you have the spirit of discernment. That is, everybody does. So I guess. Maybe you 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 wouldn't know, but usually you kind of have some sort of idea that something may not be right. Just like with babies knowing the difference between right, right, and wrong. Mm-hmm. Even people who don't acknowledge the Holy Spirit, the Holy Spirit is there. Yeah. I mean, how else would you explain little babies knowing the difference between right and wrong when you tell them no and they cry because they already knew that it was wrong? <laughs> well, you know what I'm saying? They tell you no. <laughs> As they do all the time. You know I work with children, right? I love kids. Yeah. And uh I'm at this school right now in uh in uh in uh San- Sandy Springs, I think is what it is. Daughter of uh East Cobb, honey. There is a child there that's so special. <laughs> I'm not even gonna say her name. But she makes life every day very interesting, somewhat difficult but rewarding. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. And she's only two. And uh, she's well-seasoned with the word no. And I've never seen a small child, you know what I'm saying, two years old, know that they can't make me do this and really believe that. (laughs) You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Oh, my goodness. I will introduce you to some. (laughs) Okay. Two years old. I have to walk away. I just have to walk away. Five, four, three, two, one. Because I almost grabbed her one day. I was like, okay, look, I can't go to jail. I don't want to hurt nobody's child. Let me let me just stop and breathe for a minute. Interesting. Mm. And then, you know, she says to me when she's been doing something she's not supposed to do, Miss Kim, I love you. Oh, manipulation. I'm like, oh, please, get away from me. You spawn. <laughs> that girl is a mess. But, she, you know, she has some good points, too. You know, some days when she's not having her little fits, you know, we just sit and we have some good little conversations like she's a little grown person and, and you know, we have some nice moments. So it's it's really rewarding, you know, working with kids. I don't pay much now, but, but it's, it's I love it. I really do. Well, you, you know, your your whole life is just seemed like everything that you do is for service for others. No, man, I don't know about that. Now, you might you ask my dad, he might say something different. <laughs> well, well, 
So your, your, your dad, your dad thinks you, you're being a little bit selfish on some things. Well, you know, with this um, pursuing acting, you make a lot of sacrifices. A lot of flat times, you could have jobs paying a lot more. Because I went to Denison University, it's a very reputable school, um, and um, you know, I could be working somewhere making a whole lot more money with my degree. Um, but you know, for me to be available for jobs. I really just substitute teach um, because when you when when you have to audition, sometimes they might call you the same day. They might call you one or two days in advance, and if it's out of town, you have to go out of town. Now, if they have a callback, usually like if it's on Friday, the callback might be on Sunday, so you have to stay two or three more days. So you have to have money to stay two or three more days or know somebody in that town. Then you go to the callback for a job, which you may not even get. You know what I'm saying? So it's it's a lot of a lot of sacrifice, you know, a lot of robbing Peter to pay Paul, um, you know, and um and it's pillar to post. You know, sometimes you wonder how am I gonna do this, how am I gonna pay for that, how am I gonna fix that and people see you and when you start getting to be somewhat, you know, a, on a higher profile or on a higher level acting wise, they think, you know, that Financially, you're there, and and that's not always the case with acting. You know, you don't get the big checks till you get the, you know, the high level notoriety. So, right. um, you know, and unless of course you have the favor of God, which I do. So, you know, I just I, I don't believe I'm gonna be on this road much longer. <laughs> oh no, 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 no! I was gonna say that. No, it's just a, it's just a matter of time. And you know what? I, I you can you can really feel that. I mean, you really know that something big is about to happen, don't you? Yeah, so um, I, I I feel that. Yeah, so well, I'm just uh, whatever it is, Lord, just, just give me wisdom, knowledge, and understanding. Help me make the right decisions. And you know, and, and there's some that you just said that sparked something in my head here. Choices. Mm-hmm. And you talked about it earlier. Some of the choices that you made weren't the best of choices. Amen. So Amen. You had to go through those conferences you know, those consequences of, of making those choices. Mm-hmm. And, you know, Greg and I, we talk to a lot of kids um, about abstinence education, about making the right choices, yeah. you know, making healthy choices for their mind, their bodies, and their souls. Mm-hmm. And, you know, some of the kids, they've gone through things. You know, some of them have been in trouble with the law. Some of them have been molested. Mm. You know, some of them, you know, they've gone through all these different things. And, they don't know, you know, the right way. And even when you tell them the right way, they've been told so many things that they found was wrong that they don't believe you. You know, what kept you What kept you going for your goal, even when people were saying, nope, 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 well, too we pretty, have- not pretty enough. Maybe you're too pretty. I don't, I don't know if we want to do, uh, have you in the show, you know. What did you what what kept you going? We have a manual and it's called the Holy Bible. <laughs> and and you know, I just uh, years back when I um you know, first um you know, rededicated my life, I just um I started really praying and and um going to the word for encouragement. <clears throat> and um and it's amazing how when you have very specific questions, you can open up the Bible and get very specific answers. Mm-hmm. And and that, that has happened for me many times. 
and uh, and sometimes you just need a word of encouragement. You know what I'm saying? Like one time when I first started working with children, you know, children stay sick a lot, and they have the all kinds of strange diseases I never even heard of. So for like my first six months, I stayed sick. I was like, what is this? I've never been sick. I mean, you know, my whole family will be sick. I'll be the only one not sick. And uh, for the first six months of uh, me working with children, I stayed sick. And I was like, Lord, what is this? You know, please, you know, heal my body. I started doing confessions, um, you know, um, looking for um, passages on healing and all of that. And uh, and one day I said, you know what, Lord, I just, okay, obviously you don't have to heal me. So, you know, Lord, just, just give me a word. Tell me, you know, what I need to do. And I opened up the Bible, and it said, Daughter, thy faith has made thee whole. And can I tell you, this is, I had like some, I, I, I can't even, I can't even say it on the radio because it might like gross people out. But I had this, this drainage, and, and it was like a release. And can I tell you, I wasn't sick for, almost a whole year after that. Mm-hmm. And I've had a couple of little colds here and there, but it was like that was a, a period of testing for me with my my body. Because, you know, if you can have money, you can have, you know, everything. If you don't have your health, you have nothing. That's right. You cannot enjoy it. So, Kim, it sounds yeah. like you have a really close relationship with our father. Well, I love the Lord, but he knows I be slip in. Help me, Lord. Pray for me. <laughs> Pray for me now. Because a lot of times when we make uh, poor decisions, it, it's usually out of fear of not getting what you think you want or um, or wanting something right now and not wanting to wait. I mean, it's, it's like it's a back and forth. You know what I'm saying? I, I, I try to stay constant. But sometimes I slip back and I'm like, Lord, please. And I'm like, Lord, oh, why? <laughs> it's really hard. But um, you know, I, I try to stay up, but I do have days when I when I, I'm I'm struggling and, and I need to be encouraged, especially with people, because you know, life is really about relationships. And um, you know, it's it's um it, it's it's been difficult. I, I am um officially um you know, single. I've been dating people. I had somebody I saw that, you know, it just, you just got to stand away from the right person. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? And, yeah. and really believe that God is going to send you that person and just not compromise. I mean, yeah. it's easier said than done because some days I'm like, okay, I just take that one. <laughs> Come on, Lord. You but um, but you, but you don't want it. just anything. You want yeah. God. You know what I'm saying? So. Yeah, you can't settle. You just can't settle for anything. Yeah. Absolutely yeah. not. And one thing he'll do, he'll move people out of your out of your life too. That's right. That's Close not supposed door. to be there. Amen. Especially especially the ones that's holding you up, that's that's trying to block what you have uh, coming your way. He will that's move right. them. Yeah, he'll move them. And they'll but, present themselves one way and if you're so caught up in your circumstances and not looking at the spiritual then you may not see things for what they really are, you know. So, uh, yeah. we you know, you know, Kim, mm-hmm. I'm going to say this again. I'm having a hard time believing that. Believing what? <laughs> <laughs> That's some, well, you know what? I take that back. I take that back. Because 
there are some people out there. Halle Berry. Huh? Halle Berry. Yeah. Yeah, people don't um, know that though. People don't know that. Yeah. You know, and and you know, they look at the looks and they say, Okay, because this person is beautiful, is gorgeous, is whatever They must have everything. So they, they, must, they give you nothing. Right. You know what I'm saying? They make it hard for you. Mm-hmm. And why is that? You know what I'm saying? You know what I think it is? You know, and it's just this is just my thoughts, so I may be absolutely wrong. I think it's because they may have been rejected when they were younger, and they and they and they have this thorn in their side about it. So then they get somebody who's who they wanted to have. So now they feel like they have the power to do it, do it to that person, what the other person, what the other people were doing to them. Mm-hmm. You know, so you know, just regardless of the fact that that person may be the person that's nice to them, that's treating them right, that's you know, not ugly to them. They just have this thing where I have the power now, so I'm going to dog you out because I was dogged out. And look what everybody will say. How can he dog somebody out like that? You know, mm-hmm. you know, yeah. she's pretty, she's accomplished, she's doing things. You know, but most people just, they have that mindset. I'm going to do you like dirt because you're pretty. Yeah. And you think you're all that. Yeah. But I'll show you, you know. <clears throat> and sad to say, that happens to people. Yeah. You know, and a lot of times with um, with that, people will go for somebody that they feel is safe. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. That that may not necessarily hurt them because a lot of times they think that okay, this person is really gonna hurt me. They have the potential to hurt me really bad. But if you're going into something with a negative mindset up front, then you know how can something good come out of it? Right. You know what I'm saying? It's half empty, half full. If you're looking at it half empty. You know what I'm saying? That makes the situation, that, that affects the way you treat the person, and then, of course, that affects the way they respond to you. But, and I, I just don't get it, you know. But Kim, but you know, since you said that, let me ask you about the negative friends. I know you've had some, and I know you had to cut some of them loose. Hallelujah. Was that tough for you? And you know what? In, in, yeah, in, your, yeah. in your line of work and the things that you're trying to do, Negativity is something that you just cannot have because you have to believe in yourself. You have to have your dreams and your goals set, and you have to stay focused on those individual things that you want. But if you have someone in your life or a family member or friends, a lot of times family members, and they're just so negative about everything. Everything. Oh, my gosh. Yeah. Yes. How did you deal with that? Did you just cut them loose or what? Well, um, I believe that there is value in everyone, and um, and I don't. Uh, I guess sometimes I probably should. I put up with things and people probably way longer than I should um, sometimes. But um, yeah, I, I wouldn't say that I just cut them loose. I guess I probably should. My life would be a little bit easier, but um, I, that's that's a tough. So especially when it's a family member that you have to be around sometimes. You know what yeah. I'm saying? Yeah. At picnics and at you know this and at that. And um, but I really, um, you know, I, I mean, I have had some some they, you, they they'll know whether or not you're willing to put up with it. Right. You know, if you ignore it or they talk to you and you like ah, you know, they they'll know whether you're willing. They'll keep trying, you know, but um, you know. Have you have you had the situation where like a family member told you 
Why don't you just give up? You've been trying to make it big and you haven't made it yet. You might as well give up. That would be my dad, yes. Woo! When you've been trying for so long and nothing has happened, maybe you should be doing something else. Well, do you think it, it's it's more because he he wants he doesn't want to see his little girl hurt? Struggling, yeah, I do, I do, because he's a good person. I mean, he wakes up and he faithfully prays every day, and I really believe that his prayer has saved my life on occasion. You know what I'm saying? And um and I believe it's affected I, it's affected my level of favor with people. You know, I don't think that he is um, not wanting the best for me. I think he's tired of seeing me struggle, and he wants me to move on and do something that's safe. You know, because his formula was, you know, go to school, get a job making, you know, fifty, sixty, seventy-five, a hundred thousand dollars a year, save up for retirement, and and live off, you know, your pension and your four hundred one k or whatever. You know what I'm saying? And um and that's what he he has done. I mean he he makes he's um actually um well, I shouldn't say that because then everybody will know who he that's is. That's right. That's right. But <laughs> <laughs> he's he has a very high profile job here in Georgia, mm-hmm. and uh and he's a he's he's a very good person. He is. He does a lot to help the community. As a matter of fact, he was uh uh very active in the civil rights movement. Um. And uh, and uh, and he is a, a very good person. So my thing is, he he's told me, you know, I'm I'm just tired of seeing you struggle. I think you should maybe try something else. Okay. You know, he said you can still, you know, pursue your acting, um, you know, but, um, you know, I think that um, that you should, um, you know, just get a regular job and go to work every day and then take off for auditions. But I, the on, the longest, like, regular job I ever had, I was a, um, I sold cars for Hoover Toyota in Birmingham, Alabama, and I kept that job for four years. The only reason I was able to stay there that long is because, A, I always made uh, a lot of commission. I, I, I always made way over and above my draw, you know what I'm saying, because the job was strictly commissioned, so if you didn't sell nothing, you didn't make nothing. So, you know, it's sink or swim. And I had a manager at the time that was um, not only was he my manager, but he also customized Harley-Davidson. So he would build Harley-Davidson's from the ground up. As a matter of fact, he worked on a motorcycle for Michael Jackson. He did a lot of bikes for some high-profile people. His bikes were winning all kinds of awards. So he was juggling this, this time-consuming job with his passion. So he understood when I wanted to go and audition for something, he understood. He'd be like, look, you can leave just don't tell him I said you can go. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> so God put him in place for me at that time, you know what I'm saying, to, um, you know, make that happen for me. So I was able to stay there for four years, and they really, I felt that they were always trying to get him to get rid of me. But there were people that would sell 30 cars and barely make their $1,500 draw. That's a waste of time and paperwork. They would get mad at me because I might sell eight cars, but I would make $6,000. You, you know what I'm saying? Because if you take your time with people, you get them on the right cars, you know what I'm saying, you can still give them a good deal without burying them in a vehicle, but you can still make money. Mm. You know what I'm saying? So, um, you know, but the main thing with the dealerships is to make, um, they get bonuses off what they sell. So if they sell um, 200 new Camrys, then they might get $20,000 bonus from International Toyota or whatever. Right. So their main thing is they don't care if you eat now. 
They just want you to sit on so many units so they can get that bonus money. Mm-hmm. You see what I'm saying? Because you could make money all day long, but your money is not going to pay them like that bonus money will. Plus, that will put them in line for all the awards and all of that stuff that comes along with that. It, you sounds know, like you, yeah, it, it sounds like you have a true understanding of what's needed anytime that you're dealing with something, and that's that's awesome because that's what it says in the Bible. You must mm. have understanding, and all things get understanding. So when, yeah. when you understanding people, I think that's going to carry you really, really far because a lot of people don't understand people. Some people will step on people to get where they want to get, and when they get there, they're not there that long. So, yeah. Uh, yeah, I applaud you for... Well, for some people do money. baffle me now. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I'm not always, you know, uh, sometimes I'm a little lost, but, you know, I um, I always ask God to show me things, you know, if if it's something I need to see, you know, yeah. show it to me, Lord. Yeah, well, I tell you what, you, you have that favor, and um, I can just tell you, just continue doing what you're doing, and Brian and I, we're, we're, we're praying for you. We know it's just a matter of time. It's a matter of time before I get that phone call. I'm out of here. I'm on my way to California, wherever you're going. But uh, we're, we're definitely looking forward to seeing you on the big screen because we know it's coming. Have you oh, yeah, it's this? coming. It's already there. You just yeah, Brian, let me ask you this. <laughs> Have you written your Oscar acceptance speech yet? Who, me? Yes. Uh, no. <laughs> Listen to me. Oh, is there someone else on this phone? <laughs> write, it, write it tonight, memorize it, and watch it happen. All right. I will. All of attraction. <laughs> All right. Well, I will certainly do that. Prepare. And I will do it by faith. That's it. That's it. And, you know, and I know you're going to continue doing what you're doing. Your rewards are coming. They're going to be huge. Uh, oh, thank because, you, Lord. Yeah, yeah, because you've helped a lot of people along the way. And the things that you're doing right now in your life, you're not doing it the ugly way. You're just working. You're going in. And and all the girls that are listening, well, I have a lot of girls from places that, that we go and speak. They're listening tonight. It just goes to show you that hard work does pay off. You have to sacrifice some things. You can't just run and rip and run the streets and not really work on your craft. And that's what Kim has been doing. She's seasoned, she knows what she's doing, and she's staying with it. You know, you may not see her on the big screen right now, but it's coming. You didn't see Oprah Winfrey, well, not Oprah, but you didn't see Holly Berry on the big screen right away. You didn't see Denzel Washington on the screen right away. So you have to put your time in, and that's something I think a lot of our youth are missing. They don't really understand that you have to work, 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 and stay at it. It may not happen overnight, but you just have to stay at it. And, Brian, I, I know that the work that you're doing with the kids that you're working with is pretty much the same way. Yeah. Oh, yeah. That's right. The race is not given to the what? The swift nor the strong, but to he that endure to the end. Yes, that's it. Yes, that's it. You so, know, and, again, the stuff that, that you're doing, all you're doing is you're building a foundation. You're sowing a seed that's starting to germinate, and, you know, you don't see it. But see, what Greg and I see is we see this huge tree, and we see it bearing fruit. Oh, by rivers of living water. Thank <laughs> you, <Lord>. <laughs> No, maybe <laughs> get happy now. <laughs> Amen. Amen. Yeah. But, yeah. you know, in, 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 in all honesty. The of excellence is most important. A lot of children don't understand. If you always do your best, always, even when you think nobody's looking, somebody's watching. Always. 
Always. But somebody's watching, and, and when it's time, you know, God will elevate you. Mm-hmm. He will. Oh, yeah, absolutely. And see, just by, I actually just went on your MySpace page. I want you to give out your MySpace information, your website, you know, give all your information out because I'm sure people are going to start calling you. Not your phone number. Because <laughs> <laughs> your phone, you will not get any sleep tonight. I'm telling you. Okay. <laughs> No, we don't want any strange phone calls. Kim, no. I heard you were single. Uh, okay, stalker. <laughs> I don't know why you mentioned that. Brian, she, uh, Kim, really, I was hoping that you wouldn't mention that because I yeah. know I know how it's going to be the rest of this week. I know what kind of emails. I know. I, oh, yeah. Oh, my goodness. Oh, yeah. my goodness. Yeah. I want somebody. Well, you know what, though? The, the, the younger people now... Um, you know, men, women even are not different. They're different. They're not the same as they were, uh, you know, back in the day. People used to get married and stay together forever. You know what I'm saying? Uh, I don't know. It's just it's different now. But then, of course, the woman didn't always have a – the man is supposed to be the head of the household. See, that's the whole issue now. A lot of women have stepped up and they're playing these, uh, you know, bigger roles, and, and a lot of men uh, can't deal with their fabulosity. <laughs> but a lot of women won't sit back and let the man be the man either. So there's a lot of things going on that's that's affecting society as a whole because, you know, family is the basis of society. And, and, and we've gotten so far away from that that because um, in the Bible, that's how people were blessed. They were blessed as a family unit. You know, not as just one person. Or, or if the man was blessed and whoever his wife was, she was blessed also. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. And and um and it was just um you know they stuck by each other through everything. Uh, when things got hard, they didn't just run away. You know what I'm saying? When it it looked like things were lacking in some areas, they didn't just give up. I mean, you know, it's it's all the things that we deal with is right there in our manual. You know, so if you ever want to be encouraged. The Bible is right there. Even if you're not all the way right, you don't have to be perfect to come to God. If we were perfect, we would need God. Wow. In His, in His what? In 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 His um in our weakness, you know. Yeah. We have His strength, so. That's right. I just uh, I'm just um I'm thankful for um being able to pick myself up when it just looked real bad. <laughs> <laughs> Well, it looked real bad, and you know sometimes you have to have wake up calls, you know bad accidents, things that God allow you know allows to happen in our lives, you know the enemy has to go before God and say, "Hey, look what she's doing, come on, let me do something you know um and sometimes he'll you know allow things to to take place um just to wake us up, but God is a loving God, and he's a God of restoration, you know and uh and we can get all that and then some you know. Kim, we got about a minute left in the show. Just give out your publicist information or your, your agent information. Um, well, now I'm with uh, Jay Purvis um, Talent Agency. They're actually in Lawrenceville, and uh, their uh, website is www.jpurvistalent.com. I just uh, just signed with them. I've been with um, many people, but uh, I was looking for the right relationship, and um, and I really believe that that this is um, what God has for me. So thank you, Lord. And that's on Jay Purvis' talent. All right, all right. Uh, got about 30 seconds. I just want to thank you again for coming on the show. And, you know, just 
to tell everybody out there, you're going to have some ups and downs. No matter Be encouraged. How, how good you look, how how well you act, there are going to be some times, but you have to pull from the strength within mm, amen. in order to make it. That's right. With that being said, you've been listening to the Abundant Solutions Hour. We thank you for joining us tonight, and we ask that you join us again on Wednesday night when we'll have another powerful speaker. Thank you, good evening, and God bless. All right.